ever feel like it's too overwhelming at times? Taking care of your body, nourishing your mind, finding your passion in life, monetizing it, and still marketing yourself on social media. Oh, and let's not forget all the unplanned events that life throws your way. Hello there, I'm Leon, your marketing coach and strategist. On this podcast, we share knowledge on all things marketing, mindset, and running your online business. Together, we'll work on ditching the overwhelm and attracting the life and business that you desire in the simplest and most effective way ever. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Content Magnet Podcast. At the time in which I'm recording this podcast episode, I'm on my solo trip in Tobago, right? And it is about 5 a.m. And for some reason, I cannot go back to sleep. (laughs) So I decided, why the hell not? pull out my microphone and record this podcast episode for you. It has also been three days since I've turned 28. So this is actually up with the celebration as well. And I have a lot of thoughts, so I'm not sure what I'm going to title this podcast episode. But for now, I know that it is going to be 11 quick tips or 11 reminders, I guess, for my 28th birthday. So maybe that's the title there. Right. Um, this year in particular has been very transformative for me and for my business for several reasons. Right. Um, I read somewhere that after you turn twenty-five, it a lot changes. Right. You lose a lot of you lose a lot of friends. Your priorities shift, etc. And a lot of that started to happen for me. So. All I have here are 11 quick tips and I'm going to expand on it from my brain. I'm going to mention why these quick tips or why these quick reminders are so, so, so integral, right? And I love doing podcast episodes like this because it reminds us that we come first before our business and you, the individual, are way more important than your business could ever be. More so, you, the individual, is the biggest asset of your business. So how you feel, how you think, what you manifest, who you become, that is going to reflect into your business, right? So here are my thoughts. The first thing, and mind you, I kind of built this list over the last couple of weeks. Every time I got a thought, I inserted it in my notepad, which I would recommend if you are like getting a year older soon or turning a year older or even as you wind down for the end of the year definitely look back and look at some thoughts look at some things that your brain is offering you and make a list of it because it could be a daily reminder that you read to yourself first thing in the morning or last thing in the night because god knows we need it right okay my friend so the first quick reminder is that I am loved and I'm saying it for you who's listening as well you are loved you are loved now it is so important to think that the world is against us or that people want us to feel or that people enjoy 
you know our misery and all these different things like if you are looking for evidence of that you would find it but if you are looking for evidence that you are loved you can find that as well right and over the last week i've been here from since tuesday today's friday so for the last four days i've been here on this solo trip by myself and I am getting constant reminders that I am loved. I literally have friends who's like, every second, let me know what you're doing. Drop me a pic. Let me know where you're heading just for safety reasons. You know, um, for my birthday, one of my friends surprised me and had dinner with me. You know, and it's kind of like I am getting constant reminders that I am loved. And I felt as though for the last year, I wasn't a good friend to many people. I felt like for the last year, I lost a lot of friends, a lot of group circles, etc. But this week really reminded me that, you know what? I am loved. There are people who love you. There are people who want to see you win and want to see you happy, you know? Um, I really thought even going on this solo trip, I was like, everybody around me is going to hate me because they're going to be like, Leon, why you don't invite me? I could come with you, etc. You know, why are you doing this on your own? And it was the opposite. Everybody was like, hell yes, girl. I am so happy for you. Go do it. Go spoil yourself. You know, I have this tagline now where I'm like black and spoiled. I am like hella spoiled and I'm going to spoil my own self, you know? So that's the first thought that I am loved and you, my friend, are loved. Now, the second thought, which definitely ripples off of the first, is that I am worthy of love. Mm. And I love, 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 love this. And I love the differentiator from I am loved to I am worthy of love. Now, many times we may think because of something in our past or because of something in our present, how we look, um, the money in our accounts, um, who our family members are, where we live, how we speak, the job we do, etc. We may feel as if we are not worthy of other people's love. And more so, you are not worthy of even loving yourself. Always a good reminder to let you know that, you know what, I am worthy of love. Like, I am worthy of people like wanting to surprise me on my birthday i am worthy of people calling me even if i haven't spoken to them in months they literally call me wish me all the best etc etc i'm worthy of like these dream clients who like for the last week like poured so much love into me like i was like guys i'm on a week break they were like have fun enjoy etc i'm worthy of like family members friends people who literally are uh, like Leon your bomb like I'm worthy of that you know and you are worthy of it too regardless of how you look how you feel the mistakes you think you've made like you are worthy of all of that you know so I really wanted that to be like the second reminder that you my friend are worthy of love now the third reminder all right is and again, these are reminders that I put for myself, but I know that it would help you, the listener, as well. I like nice things and experiences, and I shouldn't feel guilty about that. I have spent so much of my life feeling guilty about liking nice things, about always wanting to look good, always wanting to feel good, always wanting to experience good things. Like, I literally am the kind of person who would go to the supermarket, buy a bottle of wine, um, have like my uh, super fancy um, wine glass, sit down in my living room and just sip it for like an entire hour. <laughs> sip it for an entire hour because I like to experience nice, luxurious things, you know? And I always used to feel guilty about that sometimes. Like I was like, 
oh you're spending money on this when you know maybe you could help out more there's probably a family in need there's probably you know um somebody who can't afford these things leon like why like even coming here i was like please i could have invited two more people like my room is so huge <laughs> it could have probably fit three people you know and here i am like in this room this big room right now i'm on the couch so there's a bed there's a couch there's a kitchenette there's like a study desk area you know like it's huge it's a huge room and i like used to feel like spent so much of my life feeling guilty and i was like no like you weren't given these desires right you're not supposed to feel guilty for the things that you like if you like nice things or if you like certain things you're not supposed to feel guilty because what that does is that that sends the message that you are not accepting of all of you so it really starts off with you deciding that i am going to accept all of me and all of me means i am not going to hide the fact that in my instance i like nice things or in my instance i love amazing experiences you know so it's really about accepting all of you and that's why you shouldn't feel guilty about it because if this is a part of you this is a part of you right now the fourth quick reminder is and this is for me and for all my other fellow introverts right many times i used to feel like i was depleted when i was around the wrong people however the weekend before my birthday i actually spent some time with some amazing close friends and i haven't spent time with friends in like over seven months because of covid and the cases increasing and restaurants being closed beaches being closed so many places being closed that pretty much the only place you could hang out is in your car or at your home right and this weekend for the weekend before my birthday i actually went to restaurants i went to an adventure you know i had drinks with a friend and it was just an amazing feeling and i remember driving home now most of my friends live on the east side of trinidad and tobago and i live more on the northwest right so many times we would have a centralized location or i would drive to the east or they may come by me now this weekend i drove to the east because i was like you know what i am up to driving and i remember driving back home and it was me alone in the car and i was like i feel so high energy i feel so alive you know and I remember before I used to lie with people and I would just feel so depleted after. And I started to think in that car itself, I said, you know what, Leon, you don't feel depleted when, more or less, I feel depleted when I'm around the wrong person, but I feel energized when I am around the right people, when I'm having fruitful conversations, you know, as you grow and as you evolve, right, your conversations would evolve. And the truth is you would outgrow a lot of people and people will outgrow you as well. Right. So you would have people that you would definitely outgrow and then you would outgrow other people would outgrow you. And I felt like that is what was happening with my group circle. I felt like, you know what, Leon, you are outgrowing the conversations that, you know, your group circle is having. So it's time for you to elevate. It's time for you to separate in order to elevate. And that is what happened. And I'm so happy that I did it because now I am surrounded by the right people. And I am having the wholesome soul conversations that I've always desired. I've always desired to be felt, heard, understood, you know, to not just speak about the superficial stuff. And I mean, we can speak about the superficial stuff too. We can speak about clothes. We can speak about, you know, 
places we can speak about all these different things but i love to have the heart to heart type of conversation and i'm so happy that the people in my life right now they energize me all the way right so the fifth reminder is that deciding for a high quality of life in one area will result in a high quality of life in another this is a word this is a word this is a word right if you're listening to this podcast, I can pretty much assume that you want a high quality life. I can pretty much assume that you are ambitious. Maybe you're a coach. Maybe you're now about to start your business. Maybe you've been in business for a while, right? You desire more. You desire a life that lights you up 24-7, a life that you don't need to take a vacation from because your life is so awesome. Every single moment of your life is romanticized, it's beautiful. That is what you desire, right? In order to get to that point you need to decide piece by piece by piece to upgrade every single part of your life right so the first one of the first things i remember upgrading was my mindset last year october i hired a mindset coach i spoke about this on several occasions right because i did not like the thoughts that my brain was giving me and i did not know how to control it because as you may know your thoughts become your reality so i did not like the thoughts that my brain was giving me so i decided to hire a mindset coach all the way from switzerland at anna Furu. go check her out if you're interested and i underwent a three-month coaching program that she had and my mind was blown my mind was blown because I started to realize, wait, I can choose how I think. I can choose how I show up. I can choose the thoughts that I, I want to believe and the thoughts that I can let go. I can choose all these things, you know? More so, what she ended up teaching me is that I can also choose how I want to run my business. And that's when I started to transition from a done-for-you service provider who was creating content for other people to a marketing coach where I'm now coaching these amazing business owners on how to create their own content strategy, how to um, package their offers, etc. inside of my group coaching program, the Ultimate Gram Academy and my one-on-one coaching, right? So all of that, I started to upgrade my mindset and the way that I thought. And at that time, at the time that you're having your internal upgrade of your mindset, nothing changes on the outside, you know. Everyone around you, you kind of look the same to everyone you know, and then eventually it starts to manifest into physical things. And that's when people are like, woo, what's happening? But they did not see the groundwork you were putting in. They did not see all the intentional journaling. They did not see all the intentional manifesting. They did not see all of these things, right? And eventually all of a sudden you look different. All of a sudden you act different. All of a sudden you speak different. All of a sudden you're moving with grace, you know? So that's exactly what happened to me. So let's say from October to January, February, March, it was like six months of serious mindset week, right? From March, I, I started to see things manifest in its tangible form, right? I started to attract dream clients from March going forward. And I was like, what is this? You know, here I have clients who love what I do, who value what I do, who get results from like listening to my coaching and my content strategies, etc. Like, what is this? You know? Then it manifests into the relationships I was having. It was no more superficial type of relationships. It was no more people just loving you for loving more or less the idea of you. It was no people loving you for you. 
All right? And I was like, what is this? Then it manifested into my physical atmosphere where I renovated my room. You know, the places I started to hang out. I started to hang out in more spas, right? Um, places where I was pampered, being treated. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> the things that I started to like, you know? The coaches that I started to work with. I hired a business coach, right? And those things aren't cheap. <laughs> those things aren't cheap. I had a life coach. That wasn't cheap, right? That was not cheap at all. I'm working with these people that one year ago, I would have never imagined that I would have been able to afford to work with these people. And then here I am now, November 2021, having my first of many solo trips, right? Living my best life, looking amazing, feeling amazing, right? Feeling amazing in my body, feeling amazing in how I look, feeling amazing in how I present myself, feeling amazing in my, in my purpose, my divine God-given purpose. So all of that to say, you get to decide for a high quality of life, but start one area at a time. Don't get overwhelmed, literally, and I would definitely recommend start with your mindset. I mean, it's free. You can literally decide today, I am going to choose. Okay, you know what? My brain is giving me this thought. I'm going to choose to put this thought down. And I'm going to choose to pick up another thought. A question I love to ask my clients inside of the Ultimate Glam Academy or my one-on-one clients is, if you can choose to think anything about this particular situation, what would you think? Right? And that's the thought you're going to repeat over and over until you believe. Right? So, my friend, that's the fifth quick tip. (laughs) The sixth quick tip is, it doesn't need to be perfect to meet the desired purpose it doesn't need to be perfect my friend nothing about my life or my business is perfect nothing right but it's still really hella good it's really really hella good my life is really really good my business is really really good you know my relationships are really really good how i feel about myself is really really good but they're all not perfect they're not perfect right I had to intentionally break up with the concept of perfect after growing up as the perfect child for years, since five years old, coming home with 10 out of 10 in spelling tests, you know? My parents projecting on me that I needed to be the person who was going to set my family free financially and make a whole bunch of money, you know? I'm going to be the scholarship child, all these different things. And I held on to that belief that I needed to work twice as hard and be perfect in every single area in order to be qualified. But that's not true. That's not true. Whatever is your goal, my friend, I don't know what is your goal right now. Whatever is your goal in life for this month, for the rest of the year, for 2022, whatever is your goal, it doesn't need to be perfect in order for you to achieve it. Maybe you want to launch a YouTube channel. It doesn't need to be perfect in order for you to get leads, to gain visibility, for people to book a call with you, for people to register to work with you. It doesn't need to be perfect. Maybe you want to enter into coaching and you found me because you said, you know what, Leon helps coaches. I want to know more. Guess what? You don't need to be a perfect coach and more than likely you'll never be a perfect coach. right? And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be an amazing coach. 
Your business doesn't need to be perfect. Oh my gosh, we can go talk about business holy. There's always going to be something to fix or amend in your business. This is how I feel all the time. This is how I feel. I feel like there's always something that's incomplete. There's always some part of your website that needs updating. There's always something that needs right now. I want to get a brand refresh. There's always something. You always want to refresh something, tweak something, change something. It's always going to happen. So how can you be okay with it not being perfect? You know, your relationships will not be perfect. It will not be perfect at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. There's still some days where I'm like, you really, I didn't say the right thing. Or I didn't do the right thing. Or maybe my friend didn't say the right thing or didn't do the right thing. It's not perfect, but that doesn't mean I doesn't, it doesn't get to be good or amazing or great or excellent. All right? So all of that to say, let's break up with this concept of perfect. And understand that in order to meet our goal, we just need to stay focused to what we need to do, put in the work, right? We can still bring out something amazing, something good, something powerful, but we can strip ourselves from the concept of perfection. Ah. My nose is getting stuffy from this AC. All right. So the next thing is that, oh, and this is a big one. Oh my gosh, this is a big one. Are you ready? Something doesn't need to be bad for you to walk away from it. Let me repeat that. Something doesn't need to be bad for you to walk away from it. You can walk away from something that is okay. You can walk away from something that is good. You can walk away from something because you've realized that it no longer aligns with your life vision it no longer aligns with your purpose and i had to learn this the hard way so many times when i started my journey so for those who don't know i got called to the bar in 2017 you know after spending five years in law school i spent two years in corporate and then i started this business in 2019 and at the point in which i started this business i really dubbed it as a side business because i was like yeah i'm just doing this as a little side hustle you know and i i was part of a law firm with a friend and i also ran another business so i was kind of part of three different businesses and i walked away from the second business that i was a part of and the law firm and they were not bad they were not bad the people that i worked with weren't, weren't bad my partners my business partners weren't bad they were really good really good individuals and i chose to walk away from it because i realized it no longer aligned with my divine purpose and I mean, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I literally cried nights trying to figure out, ooh, I wonder if. And I mean, you know eh? You know when it's time. So I really think those tears were from a place of, I wonder if people were going to judge me. Or if people were going to think I was a failure because I was walking away from something. And it doesn't need to be bad. I, I remember growing up always thinking that something needs to be a problem in order for you to walk away from it. And that is a lot of scarcity thinking. Like it needs to be rotten for you to throw it away. You can throw it away. <laughs> the food doesn't have to rot for you to throw it away. You can throw it away. You can throw it away and trust and believe that more and even better things are right around the corner. So yes, that definitely comes from a scarcity mindset of thinking that if I walk away from something, I don't know if better is along the way. 
Let's look at relationships. Let's look at romantic relationships. All right? I had to walk away from relationships. Even though they were okay. They were good. And I had to walk away from them. Because I realized that they did not align with my divine purpose. And the way that I wanted to live my life. And if I was stuck in scarcity mindset, I would be thinking, if I walk away, please, there's nobody else out there for me. You know, I'm going to be single forever. (laughs) Isn't that the lies we were were fed by our parents and older generation? We need to hold on. (laughs) But I'm here to let you know you definitely don't need to hold on. If something is not aligning with where you want to be you have all rights to walk away from it even if it's not a hundred percent bad now the next thing whoo this is this is gonna be a long podcast episode the next thing is that there is magic to be found in the unknown now i am an avid planner i love to plan ahead i love to be in the know i love to be proactive i love to be one step ahead I love to ensure, so like if I'm doing errands, I need to know my route to all the places I'm going. I need to know the location. I need to have all my things in order so that when I go, I know the route and there's barely any space for unknown or uncertainties. But what I'm learning as well is that there are are, or there is so much magic in not knowing. If you are someone who's in your corporate job and you are thinking about going full-time in your business, but you don't know if you're going to get clients, you don't know if you're going to be able to sustain yourself, you don't know if, you'll be, if your business will be a hit, you just don't know, all right? I'm here to let you know you not knowing is not necessarily a bad thing. You not knowing creates space for magic to happen. If you want to plan out every route of your way, right? Or let's say you were to know everything. Can you imagine how boring life would be? If you were to know that if you quit your job, you're going to get 10 clients in the first month that you quit. Can you imagine how boring life would be when the clients come? You'd be like, okay, yeah, your client number nine, sure, come. Yeah, here's the contract. Here's your invoice. Cool, let's get started. (laughs) How boring would life be, right? So there is magic to be found in the unknown, my friend. Oh, this podcast episode is one that I am going to revisit forever, (laughs) by the way. There is so much magic to be found in the unknown. Even me coming on this trip, so this is a one-week trip. I came from Tuesday to Tuesday, and I actually did not plan out much things. I mean, I knew where I was staying. I knew my tickets to go across and come back. I knew the times, I knew what the place had, so I knew there were pools, there was restaurants, I googled some places in Tobago that I could have gone, but here I am, and every day I wake up and I'm like, what am I going to do today? <laughs> literally, literally, like on my birthday, which was the Wednesday, I woke up and I said, what am I going to do today? And I got breakfast delivered to my room, I ate, I took a picture, thank God for ring lights, <laughs> um... I went to the pool, I came and I Netflix, I watched a show, I video called my friends and family, and I went out for dinner, my friend came and surprised me, and I had dinner with my friend, and that was like the best birthday ever, ever, because I relieved myself of the expectation of knowing, 
today's Friday that I'm recording this podcast episode. And I'm probably after this episode, I'm going to shower and I'm going to change into a bikini and I'm going to be by the pool holy. That's my Friday. <laughs> That's my Friday. And that is okay. There's so much power uh, in the unknown. Maybe something else may happen. Maybe, you know, I may change my mind. But that is where the magic happens. So don't deprive yourself of the unknown just because you feel the need to always be in the know because that is not your purpose. That is not your purpose. There's so much magic in saying, you know what? How could this day get better? And just leaving it like that. Don't try to figure out, well, maybe my, 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 my boyfriend could call me or maybe, you know, um, a client could pay me. You know, don't try to figure it out. Just ask yourself that question and leave it up there. Don't try to do God's job. <laughs> he, will, he will let you know. <laughs> right? Now, the next quick tip is that your life is very personal. I turned 28 a couple days ago before recording this podcast episode. And this is something I think I got like the day before my birthday. Your life is very personal. It is you against you. I know especially for women, we are led to believe that our life, the main purpose of our life is to serve other people, to serve our kids, to serve our husband, you know, to take care of our parents, etc., to be a good girl. We were all fed that good girl script, right? Like, I need to be a good girl. I need to be good to everyone. But your life is super, super, super personal, which means you get to decide what is important to me in my life right now. You get to decide what is going to take up my time. You get to decide how am I going to live my life in a way that makes sense for me and in a way that lights me up. And you get to do so very guilt-free. And trust and believe the right people would always find their way to you. The right people would always be attracted by you deciding, you know what, it's me against me. If I want to spend $5,000 on a program because it's going to help me or going to help my business, it's me against me. When I started this online industry, this online business thing, my friend, I remember firstly, I think paying, I think it was 1K US. That was my first like investment. And I literally did not tell anyone about it because I was like, everybody's going to judge me. I'm like throwing out 7K TT on a coach all over the world. I think she lived in Canada. And... I don't even know if I'll get back this money. And bet your bottom dollar, I got it back. Now my business coach is 5K US. That's about $35,000 TT. That's a used car. (laughs) I paid that amount, like a little over that amount for my car that I'm driving now. (laughs) That's a used car. And everything that I do in my life is very personal to me. It's me against me. It's not for you to try to prove to anyone why you do what. Even here, like me recording this podcast episode, it's super personal to me. It's a Friday morning. I could have slept and I decided I want to record this podcast episode because I am feeling so high vibe. I want to document this good energy via podcast. So it's very personal. It's not for you or not for anyone around you to tell you how you live your life. Right? Because remember that our word, resent. We don't want that 
that word we don't want that word around here this is not this is not the place to have resent <laughs> right and we usually resent other people when it is they take away or when it is we feel like if they take away from our life so we don't want to have resent so that's why i say it's very personal it's you against you and trust that the right people will understand they always come along they always 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 come along and if they don't then they weren't the right people for you the next quick tip is to don't outsource your worth Ugh. now i'm rolling my eyes saying this because this was me Again, I spent so much of my life outsourcing my worth, thinking that I needed to be the smartest so that my lecturers could tell me how amazing I am and my friends in law school could want to hang with me because I was smart. I thinking that I needed to always, you know, be the most well overdressed because I wanted to get those compliments. Oh my God, your body looks amazing. Oh my God, you're here. Oh my God, you're this. Oh my God, you're that. And I want other people to tell me how worthy I am. So this is me. And of course, when you start a business, it only amplifies that, right? Your business only amplifies the unhealed part of you. So when you start your business, you start to outsource your worth to your clients. You want your clients to tell you, you're a great coach. You're changing my life. Oh my gosh. So what do you do? You set no boundaries. You answer their call on a Sunday because you want them to know you're accessible and available, right? You give them double, triple, from what they're paying for and i mean i am team over deliver but you could over deliver with boundaries set as well a one hour call turns into a two hour call because you're not afraid you're afraid to say you know what um i love where this conversation is going however we've reached our max in terms of the time would you be open to scheduling another call with me we're afraid to say these things because we don't want to sound too bossy we don't want to sound like a bitch, like, oh my gosh, who does she think she is, right? We don't want to, we want to stay in the good girl, you know, narrative. We want to be like, yeah, I'm a good girl, I'm a good coach, and I want people around me to tell me how amazing and good I am. So I'm going to have no boundaries, I'm going to people please the hell out of my life, and I'm going to outsource my will to other people. And this harsh slap to my face this harsh reality now if i'm speaking to you and you're feeling like you're attacked i am feeling like if i am attacked saying this because this was me this was me and this harsh slap to my face made me realize other people don't get a say in terms of how worthy you are your worth is your birthright my friend your worth is your birthright you being born is worthy enough god decided on you god died for you he sent his only son to die for you who who is doing that <laughs> who the hell is sending their only child to die for you who so you are worthy this is your birthright this is your you are worthy from the moment that you were born your business doesn't make you worthy the amount of clients you have doesn't make you worthy the money you make doesn't make you worthy how you look doesn't make you worthy whether you're dressed up or you're in a pajama i'm in a pajama pants today and you know what i feel hella worthy i feel hella worthy to be seen to be heard to be understood i am worthy <laughs> you know so never ever ever outsource your worth and the final quick tip or reminder is that 
your personal brand is worth the investment. I started on this journey of personal branding about two and a half years ago. Even before I started this business, I started to work on creating content, being known for a certain thing. And that's what your personal brand is, right? What do I want to be known for? What do I want my name to come up? Or when or what topics needs to be spoken for my name to come up? I want my name in the same sentence as what? That is your personal brand. How do you want to be identified? How do you want to be known? Right? We tend to overthink this personal brand thing and think that in order to have a personal brand, I need to have brand photo shoots done. I need to have a logo. I need to have this one color that I rock. And I mean, all of these are brand assets that definitely contribute to our visual identity when it comes to your branding. But again, what do you want to be known for? And here's the thing, we all have a personal brand. We all have a personal brand, even if we choose not to admit it, or even if we're not intentional about it, we all have a personal brand. So again, what do I want to be known for? That's it. Do you want to be known for finance? Do you want to be known for being the best life coach out there? Do you want to be known for... Um, having the best podcast. <laughs> Do you want to be known for how well you help people? Do you want to be known for how many books you read? Do you want to be known for how consistent you are on social media and how helpful you are? What exactly do you want to be known for? And then from there, we can definitely niche down. We could always get niche. We could always get, get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So for example, if you say you want to be known for books, what type of books? Personal development. Okay, what type of personal development books? We could always get deeper and deeper and deeper and niche and niche and niche and niche. But let's start with what do you want to be known for? So for me... That was, of course, like anything else, a journey. Because at first, I wanted to be known for being an uh, employment law attorney at law. Sorry, when I started, I started on LinkedIn. And I started introducing myself and creating all these amazing articles about employment law and person's rights as an employee and all these different things. And it got a lot of traction, eh? It got a lot of traction. Like, lots of engagement, lots of DMs, you know? And then when I started um, the content magnet, my marketing agency, my my code, my marketing agency, I wanted to be known as the best content creator out there because I was creating content for my clients. Now, as we're at the end of 2021, going into 2022, I want to be known for the best marketing coach ever. And I want to do it from a place of self-love. I want to do it from a place of self-acceptance. So I want my marketing and the type of the way that I promote marketing to be from an inside-out approach, as in, who are you, the individual? What are your strengths? What do you love? What is your lifestyle or your desired lifestyle? And how could we create a strategy around that? All right, so let me recap the very quick tips or reminders i am loved you are loved you are worthy of love if you like whatever you like or love you should not feel guilty about that right more than likely especially if you're an introvert 
you feel energized only when you are around the right people, right? If you feel depleted, then maybe you're not around the right people. Deciding on a high quality of life in one area will result in a high quality of life in another. It doesn't need to be perfect for it to meet its desired purpose. Something doesn't need to be bad for you to walk away from it. There is magic to be found in the unknown. Your life is very personal. It's you who opposes you. Don't outsource your worth. Your personal brand is 100% worth the investment. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode especially. I wish you all the best in life. I wish you love. I wish you happiness. If you'd love to dive deeper, if you're a coach and you'd love to dive deeper and make consistent money by learning how to package and sell your one-on-one or your group coaching program, then join me inside of my group coaching program, The Ultimate Gram Academy. Links will be in the show notes below or you could always send me a message on Instagram at The Content Magnet. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Content Magnet Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If anyone in your circle will benefit from this podcast, please be generous, share it to your stories and tag me at the content magnet let's beat overwhelmed and create a life filled with happiness and freedom see you on the next podcast episode